Do you ever wonder why do certain scenarios never go the way you want? Those people never do what you ask, or they don't even seem to hear you, or they give you pushback, where in other scenarios that doesn't happen. I want to talk to you today about holes in your voice. That's why it's happening, and it's something you've never, ever thought about. I think you're going to like this episode, and I don't want you to miss a minute. Welcome to Captivate the Room with your host, internationally known voice expert, Tracy Goodwin, an award-winning speaker who has taught hundreds around the globe to make a big impact with their voice. This podcast is for anyone who wants to step onto a bigger stage, make a bigger impact, and have a voice that makes people listen. Presentation matters, and the voice is the missing link. Join in and you'll see why. Welcome to the show. So glad to have you with me today as always. And I've got a great episode for you today. Today I'm going to talk about poking holes in your voice. Now, what in the world does that even mean? First, let me say, I just wish you all could climb in my head and hear things the way that I do. Hear these seven layers, hear voices when I analyze them, hear the grains of sand size sounds that I know are creating the problem for you. And one of these things that I hear are holes. It's like I can poke through them. And that's exactly what your audience is doing. They're poking holes. They're poking their fingers through the holes in your voice. I talked about in the grounded episode, I talked about airy versus solid. And there was an example I gave of something being airy. And you could think about holes like that. But really, holes are lack of solidity, lack of ownership, lack of meaning, lack of feeling, all the things that we talk about. They lack those things. But what they do have are sounds that represent what I'm going to call weakness. Now, I don't want you to take that too literal. You could call it negative. You could call it weak. You could call it a way in. You know, like a pushover. Are you a pushover? And you might be a pushover with your dog, or you might be a pushover with your child, or you might be a push. You know, this is an example of where I'm going to go from a from a voice perspective on holes in your voice. If people, if if people say, "Could you do that for me?" and you go, "Well, really, I'm okay." Okay, that's being a pushover. People can get you to do things you don't want to do. That's a little bit like what holes in the voice is. But here's the thing. Holes in the voice are sounds that are being processed in the subconscious of the listener. And the listener subconscious is making the decision based on these sounds. So what are you telling me in the sounds. And I know in one of my episodes, I talked about my uh, an upcoming summit that I was doing about finding your 
right audience. And I'm not sure when this episode rolls out. So I'll go ahead and put that link in the show notes again. It's going to be a great summit. There's 20 something speakers there. But I was in the interview. The woman and I were talking, Sherelle Slay, she's amazing. And we were talking about, we were talking about, we weren't talking about holes in your voice, but we were talking about relationships and children. And we were talking about something specific. I don't know. You have to hear hear my interview to hear what I said. But I said, sure, it's the difference between when you tell your child no and they stop doing it and you tell your child no and they keep doing it. They hear that you're not going to do anything. You're not going to have a follow-up. And we were talking about how, and I've had this conversation with so many parents, so many parents. Anybody that's a parent that works with me wants to talk about how to get their kids to do more of what they want. So let's say one parent, it's rock solid. No, you're not doing that. No, you're not getting that. No, you can't have that. No, this is your punishment. And the child follows suit. But then with the other parent, it's kind of the good cop, bad cop thing. The other parent says the same words. No, you can't have that. No, you can't do that. No, you're going to have this as your punishment. You're grounded or whatever it is. And the kid does it anyway or doesn't believe it. It's holes in that one parent's voice that are saying something else. It's that concept of come here, go away. It's that concept of I'm telling you no, but I mean yes. These are holes in your voice. And so where in your life can you look around and go, oh, my boss or my coworker or my clients or my team or my spouse or my kids or my neighbor or my siblings or my parents, won't listen to me, won't do what I ask them to do, won't hear what I have to say. Well, it could be, now I'm not locking this in in every scenario, but it could be holes in your voice. And the subconscious of the listener will hear them and will go straight for them. I mean, just like sonar, radar, you're like, I'm going in there because I'm getting what I want. Holes in the voice are like a dog smelling fear. Dog knows when a human's afraid of them. Somebody hears the holes in your voice and that's what they go straight for. Why? Because we want what we want. We're human. We all want what we want. And you want to say no, but for whatever reason, voice stories, beliefs, all the other things, you feel bad about it, or you feel like you should do it, or you feel guilty, or you, you know, whatever is whatever it is, that's what's creating these holes in your voice. So once again, it becomes this inside and this outside job. And this is in the foreshadowing family. When I talk about foreshadowing, I generally will talk about what you don't want. Don't put it in your voice because you're going to get it. And I talk about this generally in relation to selling or believing I'm not going to do something. And so this is really in the foreshadowing family. I haven't called this foreshadowing, but it's really in that family. It's really the same thing. 
putting something in your voice that you don't want to happen. Coming from insecurities, coming from unsurety, coming from not believing in what you're saying. Doubt is huge. I have this conversation a lot, and I just recently had this conversation, really powerful conversation. I could hear something in somebody's voice. I don't know what I was doing. I was teaching my group or a group. I was, oh, I know what it was. It was a group, it was a corporate group. And I said to one person, Do you? Do you doubt what you're saying? I was picking up a sound. And sometimes it takes me a minute to identify what it ultimately is and what's behind it. And so I start asking questions. And I said, are you insecure about what you're saying? Are you doubting it? Because I could hear the sound of doubt. Well, ultimately, in this particular scenario, as I continued to unravel what I heard, the doubt was in, I doubt you the other person, not meaning me, but I can doubt what I'm saying, or I could doubt what you're thinking about it or doubt that you believe me. So doubt in in any form or fashion, okay, well, there's a doubt sound. The listener can grab onto that doubt sound and start doubting you. And these, you know, the, 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 the holes that I'm talking about are generally the holes that I refer to as weaker things, less confident things, insecure, not believing, people-pleasing, hesitation, not believing in yourself, that kind of thing. But there's other things that can be holes as well, and they aren't really coming from a place of insecurity. I suppose they could, but they're not a weak vocal choice per se. Doubt is a weaker vocal choice, but motives are a stronger vocal choice. And they could come from, they could come from insecurity now that I'm processing this. It could come from weakness, but it is a stronger sound. And I can spot a motive in a voice three yards away, 30 yards away. Oh, that is a hole that I have to poke through. Motives. You want something and you're manipulating. Well, manipulation is a whole nother hole, but there's a motive. There's a hole there for me to poke through. You are far better off by saying what you want, asking for what you want, owning what you want, not deciding you're not going to get it. Because see, a motive is potentially deciding you're not going to get it. Potentially, it's all circumstantial. All of these things are circumstantial. But I want to give you some examples of holes. If you don't want to talk about something, oh, everybody can relate to this one. And you're not really coming out and saying, I don't want to talk about it. So you're better off saying, I understand you want to talk about this, but I don't want to talk about it. Instead, you'll say something like, oh, mm, nothing, nothing, nothing's going on really, or something like that. There's very clearly something going on. Those of you that are afraid to be direct, indirectness can create holes in the voice, especially in avoidance or even in tone, harsh, raw emotion, negative tone. 
can put a hole in the voice. Anything that is not clearly owned, clearly lining up, clearly grounded, clearly a sound connected to a word can potentially be a whole. So let me give you an example there. Let's say somebody asked me if I want to do something and I go, yes, I'd love to do that. I am vocally lining up what I really feel with what I'm saying. There's no holes there. But if I go, yeah, I'd love I'd love to do that. There's holes there. You see? And so it's kind of like solid and airy, but it's different. It's not as obvious. The examples that I'm giving you in this episode are super obvious. Generally, they're not that obvious. They are microscopic and only the subconscious of the listener can pick them up. But here's the thing. This is how you know if you have holes in your voice. Well, one, you might know you have holes in your voice after listening to this episode. Or you might now know that you have holes in your voice because you're not getting what you want in certain areas of your life. But the other way you know if we hear a hole in your voice is if you are not internally lined up vocally and words with what you're putting out there. And then you know where we have to go with that is why. What are you afraid of? What do you think you don't deserve? Why do you think you can't have it? Why do you think we're going to get mad? What is behind that? Because as long as you have holes in your voice, we're going to poke through them. And I've done this myself. I have literally done this myself with my son, where I said something was going to happen and he clearly didn't believe me. Well, that's kind of how I figured all this out. You have to, well, you don't have to do anything. What I'm going to highly recommend that you do is start lining up what you really want to say with what that sounds like rather than saying what people want to hear and laying in your true feeling around it because that's going to create holes. And people will poke through them. People will, you know, if you've ever felt like a doormat or too nice or people don't, people take advantage of me. I have this conversation all day long with people in the corporate space. Well, I'll just do it. I'll just do it. I'll just do it because, you know, they're not going to hear me anyway. Well, maybe they would if we could move the holes out of your voice when you told them you didn't have time to do it or you'd love to do it but it's not a priority or is it possible that all these other options exist and instead we do this, well, almost a a victim mentality thing. We do this, I owe people thing. We do this, the only way I'm going to get what I want is through a motive or a manipulation. We work too hard internally. What do you want to say? How do you want the other person to feel? Say it, line it up vocally, release the outcome. Get comfortable in the uncomfortable. 
And then you won't be so afraid to be direct. Then you won't be having holes in your voice for people to poke through for you to then resent and get mad at or not get what you want in life. Now, this is one of those topics that's a little bit out there. It's kind of like vocal energy. When I teach about vocal energy or some of the things, some of the concepts that I teach are so hard for me to articulate because they're so clear in a sound. But I have had to work to put them into words. Holes in the voice is one of them. But if you look at your life and you see where your things aren't lining up, you know that's the place where you have to start owning more. You may need to start being more direct. You may need to start lining up your voice with your sound, with your words. You may need to start getting comfortable in the uncomfortable. You may need to look at why, why do I do this? What am I afraid of? All right. Holes in the voice. Let me know if you have any. I'd love to know. Send me a message. But I'm going to wrap it up. I'm going to go ahead and end this episode. Till I see you next time, you know what to do. Get out there and speak your truth. Just do it beautifully. Thanks for listening to Captivate the Room with Tracy Goodwin. You can reach out to her at CaptivateTheRoom.com and be sure to grab The Voice Formula, a free video series that will help you start making a bigger impact with your voice today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes.